Helen Kreider is a despicable individual, and that's saying it lightly. His actions are inexcusable. There is absolutely no justification for what he's done. He stabbed my family to death. I'm not sure that I could ever forgive him for that. He has shown no remorse for his actions. Because of him, I have trouble feeling safe. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night to a strange sound and panic that someone has broken in and will murder me. Even though I know it's probably the wind, this feeling of sheer terror can take hours to go away. What's up, witches? I'm Nicole. And I'm Tay. And you're listening to Mary Jane and Murder. A podcast where we smoke a little weed, take a break from our lives, and try not to get too anxious and paranoid while talking about true crime and murder. Whoop. All right. So, I don't know why I'm holding this. <laughs> and my husband is picking now to fill up his ice upstairs. So, <laughs> maybe you'll hear life sounds. Yeah. <laughs> So I had an idea today about, because um, I, I know our last episode, we wanted to do like a better, a better sesh yes. <laughs> before. Yes. Yeah. So um, I have some stuff here. First of all, what are you smoking right now? Um, this is Maui Waui. You actually got this. Um, it's sativa. Oh, is that the sativa? Yeah. 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 So I actually, I'm more of a hybrid person, um, but I don't know, I was kind of in the mood for this one. This one doesn't have a horrible taste. It's um, <laughs> plus. So, so that's good. I'm just smoking out of a pen. Um, being lame today. Nicole's got all the fun things. Though, oh, so. Well, it's 710. It's yeah, and I just learned what 710 <laughs> is. So. so I am smoking. I have a Grav Labs coffee mug uh, bubbler, like a little personal bubbler. And then on that, I have attached a G-Pen Connect. And I'm going to be doing some dabs of... She's opening her magical box. <laughs> so, yes, my magical lock box of Double things. zip. <laughs> this is a skunk, um, it's a skunk bag, so it locks and it's like smell proof. And nice. I keep my kids out of it. <laughs> so, I don't know, I have a bunch of concentrates. I have strawberry banana indica, and this is a resin. I have uh, triple OG sugar. I'm not doing all of these. That would be insane. I'm just trying to decide what I'm doing. I have a sativa that's citrix, which I probably will stay away from. I have Baker's Delight. And then I have this awesome giant. So 710 story. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Last year, we went to Skymont mm -hmm. in Hazel Park. And it was on the 710 like weekend. And I didn't know that they were having a like giveaway oh. so anytime you made a purchase you got entered into this drawing yeah. well i ended up winning the drawing for the weekend oh, and the grand prize awesome. the grand prize is this jar that says big ass baller jar <laughs> <laughs> and it's seven grams of concentrate which oh is a freaking lot 
Jesus. Because oh have you ever, I assume not. No. Okay, so like generally you do, especially if it's your first time, like a size of a grain of rice. Oh, <laughs> wow. So this list, it's like, That's this forever. is worth like $450. Oh my, and you won it for free? And I won it. Oh my God. Well, not for free because that's against the law. I had to pay one penny. Oh. Okay. One penny. But yeah, so I have this big ass baller jar is what it's called (laughs) of Gelato 33 um, live resin sugar. So I think in honor of 710. I was just going to say you have to do it in honor of 710. In honor of 710, I'm going to do that. Um, And I, full disclosure, will be editing some out because no one wants to hear the bubbling of the bong. So, um, but yeah. So what is going on with you? <coughs> um, <coughs> I'm a coffer. Don't mind me. <coughs> um, not much. Today we went to the air show, so that was fun. Um, listened to a little bit of my favorite podcast today, Morbid. Ooh. Yes, those girls are my jam. Um, but yeah, so we just took the kids to the um, air show. They really liked it. It was hot as hell, though, but we had fun. And uh, I'm almost done with my classes. I only got one more week, so that's pretty cool. Nice. I get, like, three weeks off and then back at it. But <laughs> I don't know how you... I don't know why I'm saying this because I did, I was just but I don't know say how you, you do it. I literally went to school when but, Avery oh my, was baby. I know, but first of all, that was one baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Second of all, I was a stay-at-home mom when I did that. Yeah, <laughs> like you got, you, yeah. you have the three-year-old <laughs> and the two-year-old yes. and Keith's schedule. Oh, and my husband probably joining the Air Force, so that's fucking fun. Which is crazy to me because how long has he been out of... So he was active duty and served overseas for a while with the National Guard, right? National Mm -hmm. Guard. Um, But he's been out for a while. like He's been out. So 2019. I was going to say at least three years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's been out since... Like our son was born in 2019. So like he got out, I think, in 2018. But like you have to do a year of like your unlisted still listed i don't know how it works but like basically if war breaks out you are like you have to go you're like you're still on standby but not reserved but like yeah yeah. i don't know but either way so yeah he has been out for a couple years now and then he we went to this air show where they have all the military people there and i jokingly was like hey like you should just sign up you're gone all the time anyways what's (laughs) What's one more week in a month and two weeks a year, you know? Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying now. I know. Well, and then my mother-in-law, your mom, called, and she's oh like, well, what, when's Was the she de- freaking out? Oh, of course. She's like, when's the deployment? He's like, there is no deployment. Like, what are you talking is about? Is he doing reserves or active duty? No, he's doing guard. So there's, like, reserves, guard, and then active duty. So he's... Okay. He, same thing what he did in the Army. So he's just... He, he'll drill out of Selfridge. Oh, okay. So like he'll still be. That's like, not bad because yeah. he was at a Owasso for yeah, a while. Yeah, so time. he can come home on the weekend. Like after drills done, he can come home. So it's not going to be that bad. Well, I don't know. Talk to me when it happens. Right. <laughs> I said to your mom, I'm like, it, well, if he deploys, I'll just move in with the kids. And she was like, ah, I'm like, don't worry, Joanne. No. <laughs> and you're just going. Don't worry. <laughs> we're not living with you. It's fine. Yeah, I'm like, don't worry. We're not going to come in. <laughs> okay. Fun thing about concentrates. It's concentrated. So if I do this whole thing, I'm going to be really freaking high, so I'm probably not going to do this whole thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Does it taste yucky? No. Oh. I mean, it does taste different. Like, I always feel like they taste really chemically because, I mean, 
they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I prefer flour and stuff, but I was like, you know what? I haven't done this in a while. I have a big ass baller jar. <laughs> and it's seven ton. It's seven ton. I need to so see I'm if my mom knows what the seven ton is. <laughs> Why do I always lose my phone? It's I... directly behind you on the desk. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> my phone's always dead or lost or non-existent. Uh, just to add, my whole family are huge stoners. I'm like the last to join the crew here. Um, but you weren't ever like anti. It just no, wasn't I was for not, you. Yeah, no, I I was never against. It. I mean, you know, I like smoked in high school, whatever. Here, what that as the high schoolers do. Um, I never did that. <laughs> okay, well, I just take it out there. I went. Um, <laughs> so, but my family, like my parents, were both huge stoners and whatever. Um, my brothers, my dad is literally <laughs> growing like three trees. What are we calling them? Bushes, <laughs> plants, I, plants. <laughs> Um, and gave one to my brother and one to my other brother, but he's got three still in his backyard. And he has How does request- he keep those alive? Oh, no. It was part of my job to go water them and make sure. And then he bought a special <laughs> timer sprinkler. Oh, yeah, because they're, like, very picky because you can, like, you can keep them dormant so, like, they're not flower. I don't, I don't yes. grow. I've never. I listened to um, Mom and Dad are Stone. I might have mentioned it um, on the last show. If not, I, I talked to you about it before. Yeah. But, um, hilarious podcast with Catherine and her husband, David, and. Um, her husband, David, is a huge, that sounds bad, he's a huge grower, but he, they live out in Denver, and he, ha, like, grows their whole supply, he grows. Oh, really? They have a whole room dedicated to it, he's got, like, all the professional stuff, wow. he used to work for one of the light companies or something. Mm, okay. I, what I know is from what I've heard them say, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I know that it, they're really picky with, like, temperature and humidity, and yeah. light is a big deal, and... Yeah, my dad, um, he had, like, this special tent in our basement for a long time that, like, he grew in for when yeah, we were yeah. younger, you know, and pretended like we didn't know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so anyways, long story short, everyone in my family smokes, and um, I'm just, just getting around to it. So I don't have all the fancy things like Nicole. I started smoking because my, basically, like, my mood stabilizers... St- stabilizer yes we're not doing their job and i'm like you know what fuck it let me try this everybody like my mom was a good ass mom and she was high all the time so <laughs> obviously your, that's what your I mean. mom is a good ass mom yeah so like <laughs> but maybe she's a good ass mom because she was high, high all the yes, time that's what i'm saying and I, you and your brothers <laughs> no i that's what i say i'm like you know what i think that that's what it was so i tried it and i think we're in a good place now so, <laughs> so i never i literally never did anything mm-hmm. like yeah, it was like, oh, in high school, I went to this party. No, I never drank until I was like partway through my first year of college. I had like a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> like, to make um, me happy. And I had this um, b- boyfriend at the time who was, he liked weed, and I was very anti marijuana. Yes. I was like, drugs are bad. Yeah. This is a Have drug, and drugs are bad. You? Yes. Like, <laughs> Okay, I still have a soccer ball from Dare in my garage. <laughs> like, I still remember the song. D, I won't do drugs. A, a won't have it. it. I don't know it too. <laughs> so, like, yes, I was like, Dare is life. <laughs> Dare is my church. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was very anti against it. So, 18-year-old me would be like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Seriously. <laughs> but, yeah, I so I only did it a couple times and my um, boyfriend at the time the very first time I did it, didn't tell me how edibles worked. Oh, no. And we had made homemade ones, so who knows how strong they were. Yeah. I know they were strong. Yeah, you're like, well, <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah, so we had, there was like 
me and him and I think two other friends there and there was six cookies. And so oh. I had I had two oh. and he had two and then we split the third one. Oh no, that's a lot. Yeah, that's it was a lot. lot. And I it was the stereotypical like I think that I'm dying. <laughs> I'm pretty it. sure my throat is closing. And oh, now I love that feeling. Now I'm like, okay, that means I'm dying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm dying. Call an ambulance. And he's like, I'm not calling an ambulance for you. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. And I was oh like throwing up. It was oh my bad. It was really, really, That's really, really bad. And he was a horrible boyfriend. So yeah, he was I didn't like, even call you did an ambulance this for you. <laughs> right? He's like, you did this to yourself. Well, and this was... In 2011, 20, uh, yeah, 2011. So, so like, it was not legal. Yeah, so, <laughs> so like, yeah, not okay to do. Was, like, no, it was bad. Uh, so then I pretty much didn't do it again. I think Jeremy and I may have done it once or twice together. Um, but I never felt anything from it because mm-hmm. I was too scared. Yeah, I don't even think like I was taking one hit. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and, and then um, when my cousin died when Brandon died Mm -hmm. and I was just, I was just losing my mind and I was already in a bad, like a hard season of life anyway. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I texted you and was like, Oh yeah, my mom, can your mom get me a joint? (laughs) I forgot about that. You were newly pregnant with KJ. I just remember you coming out to the car (laughs) pregnant (laughs) and sad and tired. (laughs) Like here's your bag, (laughs) your joint. Here you go. And that was like, that was, Three weeks before it was legalized recreation yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then that I discovered. So basically my mom <clears throat> changed her life. Yeah. <laughs> well, and on top of that, I can't drink. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't have alcohol um, because of a medical condition I have. So I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's wine, moms. moms. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I think before we do our story, so today we're going to be talking about the Haynes family and I plan on taking oh, Taylor on a wild ride with I this one. I know this one. This is one of my, I hate saying this because it sounds so, <laughs> because it's murder. Mor- <laughs> yeah, it sounds very morbid. Um, but my favorite, wow, two podcast lines, <laughs> two podcast drops in one. <laughs> this is morbid, but my favorite murder <laughs> is, um, is this is one of my favorite murders oh, because God. it's just very like, what? Yeah. What? Oh, God. <laughs> so, I'm not ready. Oh, and it's very brutal, just oh, so you know. Love that. So if you don't like that, turn us off. This isn't just a stoner a stoner podcast. Right. We're going to talk about some pretty fucked up things. So, yeah, because why not? So, like, yeah, that, at the beginning of the show, I said we were going to try yeah. not to get anxious and paranoid, okay? <laughs> okay, but first, I have this card game called Ducking High, and every time I've tried to play it, it like, I end up not playing it with anyone. <laughs> so I thought it would be fun to play it really quick. Yeah. And I don't even know if you can actually play it. It's just designed to <laughs> F your mind up when you're high. <laughs> and they have random, like, they're just random thought-provoking things to think about oh, when you're high. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or there's one that's like, um, they have cards that are called mindfuck cards that have QR codes on them. So you scan it and it oh, pulls no. up some like ridiculous video. Oh, to watch. God. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. Makes you rethink your whole life. Yeah. Like, Where did I go wrong? We'll each do one and then we'll see if that's stupid enough for us to move on. <laughs> Wait, just, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, take whatever card you want. Okay. Okay, what does it say? Okay, it says, if I were to get a DNA test and find out that my dad is someone else, who would it be? What? <laughs> Wait, what? I swear I read it right. If I were to get a DNA test and find out that my dad is someone else, who would it be? 
Oh, the way you read it with your inflection. I thought you were saying like, if I got a DNA test and found out that my dad oh. was all, and like they were not tied yeah. together, like it was two separate Sorry. things. Sorry. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, okay, uh, who okay. would it be? If I found out. If you I got, got a DNA, DNA test, test and Rod was not your father, <laughs> who would be your father? Like based on your personality and like. Oh, I yeah. thought it was like a, a riddle. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll just do one round each. <laughs> I was like, oh. okay. Um, I think, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know why the first thing that popped in my head for you was The weekend, Like, the singer The weekend. Oh. <laughs> he was Because I, I think, I just, I'm picturing his, do you remember when he was on the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, we're walking through all the mirrors and just like, looked all mad. <laughs> Like, yeah, what's happening? That's yeah. that. I feel like that's you. What's going on? What's going on? I'm all the damn time. Damn it. <laughs> this is my life. Oh, oh, oh no. I just dropped so many cards and Amazon's at my door. All right, Prince would be my dad because he's got the moves. <laughs> what? <laughs> Prince? <laughs> like Purple Rain Prince? Yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I really like that movie that he made, so it's like, maybe that's why... Per- the movie Purple Raid? No. Wait. Queen. Queen would be my dad. That's Oh! <laughs> my God. That's what I was thinking of, was Queen. And the Bohemian Rhapsody song. The Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Either uh, way. I can't... This is so... I can't even cut out the dogs barking in this when I go edit later and post, because this is... I gotta keep this as gold. Okay, my turn. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do this one. Oh no, it's a mind fuck card. Oh no, gosh. Are ghosts real? Absolutely. Oh yeah, for real. Okay, we both, I, well, yeah, yeah. I was like, like we both been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we both yes, been there. Are. But if you ask Avery, my daughter, they are not real. I don't. She's like, ghosts are not real. That's silly. Okay, like, Katie's not terrified of ghosts. Well, KJ saw ghosts, remember? Yeah, and he, see, he sees that shit all the time, I swear to God. He, okay, so side story really quick. So <laughs> This whole thing's been side story. Um, <laughs> We're going to get to the main story in a second. Okay, so my grandma passed, like, KJ was, like, three months old or something. She had met, obviously, he doesn't remember that. Right, right? yeah. She, he so was like, really little. He sees pictures of her, and, like, we talk about her, but... We haven't, like, we've, like, changed different names for her. We say, that's Grandma Pat, that's, you know, that's Nana's, um, whatever. So a picture on my time hop came up of my grandma holding him, and he said, oh, that's, that's Grandma Nana. And he calls my mom Nana. And it was just, like, so, like, it was not, he, like, oh. instantly was like, that's Grandma Nana. And it, it was just, like, so, like, how did you know that was... Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, I don't like know the, the generational link there. Yeah, so it was it was cool though. Um, but yeah, I think my he sees my grandma and shit all the time. He we have pictures of like blurbs or whatever on his uh, baby monitor and shit. Well, and there was a time that you sent me a video of him just talking. Yeah, like to the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like talking to me, and then he just like ran back and then started talking to the wall and kissed kissed it too oh that's right yeah he kissed yeah, it kissed it at the end yeah, at the he, video that, that fucked me up that is like so not so okay. yes ghosts are real but my daughter is like and i don't even think it's a you know one of those things where you just convince yourself it's not real so yeah. you're not scared she truly is like that's not real she's like, such a realist yeah 
And I'm like, who, what child? Whose child? Are yeah, you? you're like, we question this is what I'm things saying. around like, here. Yeah, right. That's why I'm like, Sienna is so much like me. Yeah. And Avery is so much like, nope. Mm-mm. Let's flip that. Yeah. Avery is so much like me. Yeah. But Sienna is so much like Jeremy. Oh, but then yeah. you get like the random skeptic things that I'm like, that's definitely your dad. Yeah, you're like, no. <laughs> Jeremy's like, no. <laughs> Although since Jeremy and I have been together, I think he's starting to open the idea to more like that ghost art thing. <laughs> But try to convince eight. What kind of mom am I? Like, try to convince my seven-year-old. Like, like, no, yes, they are. <laughs> she gets so mad. Like, mom, you're being, like, she just thinks I'm being ridiculous. Like, so stupid. <laughs> Get over it, mom. God, okay. Okay. I guess we should talk about the other part of the show. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get to some meta. Is this podcast even any good? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, we, yeah, we totally have transformed where we are recording, too, by the way, yes. because oh, last time I was like, we need new mics, <laughs> we need some comfy chairs, I rearranged my furniture, we even have our little mascot on, yes. who's like, um, it was one of those Pinterest ads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, and it was like a video ad, and I texted it to Jeremy and said, this is what I want for Christmas, I'm not kidding, I just want this. Yeah. And it's this little spaceman. He's so cute. And he projects nebula um, like these nebula colors onto the wall, and it's my favorite thing to watch when I'm high. Yes, this <laughs> like, is... and he's just like a little spaceman dude, and his arms are poseable, so you can like, oh, I love and it. his head moves all around, <laughs> so you can point it anywhere. I love it's that. cool. It has a star thing too, but it, it I don't like it. I just like the colors. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about the Haynes family, who is a um, think about like the most lifetime movie family, mm, like I love a good life. Like, obviously not perfect, like, people aren't perfect or whatever, but they were just, like, they seemed extremely close. Yeah. They, like, neighbors reported them being out gardening together all the time oh, in the front yard. Yeah, like, yeah. one of those families, yeah, like, so very, very close. Yeah. Until um, three of the four of them just ended up real dead. Oh, God. So, <laughs> the <laughs> so the research for this, all this will be in the show notes, obviously, but the research I did for this came from A Need to Kill, Confessions of a Teen Killer by Michael W. I don't know how to say his last name. Cuneo, maybe? Sorry, Michael. <laughs> Which, um, after, so last episode we talked about A Slaying in the Suburbs. That was the mm-hmm. book I read for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like the second true crime book I read. Oh, nice. So it's, it's really good. I also watched season three, episode one of Unusual Suspects on Investigation Discovery. Um, Nightmare Next Door, which is um, their episode season eight. Nope. Nightmare Next Door <laughs> season eight, episode 18. And Evil Lives Here on Investigation Discovery season six, episode seven. Mm-hmm. So that's my research. So if a lot of it's wrong, blame all of them. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So the Haynes family. Four members, 51-year-old Thomas, who is an industrial supplies salesman, 47-year-old Lisa, preschool teacher, and she and Tom were married for 22 years, 20-year-old Maggie, who is a full-time student at Bucknell University, which is in Pennsylvania, and 16-year-old Kevin, who I wrote for his career, he's a high school student. And currently employed yes, he, at the he, high school. Yes, he is a, <laughs> a student. Um, <laughs> so they live in Man, uh, Mannheim Township, Pennsylvania, which is in Lancaster County. Mm-hmm. And that's like 
key Amish area. Okay. I feel like, yeah, I was going to say that Lancaster sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. So they live in like Amish country. They're not Amish, but that's the area they the live area. in. The area. Okay. Maggie is a super studious, very, very smart biology student at Bucknell. And then Kevin is, was always described as brilliant and quiet. Mm-hmm. He spent a lot of time with best friend, his best friend, Alec, who attended the same high school and was also very smart and quiet. They were just like, he's in a problem. Yeah. Kept each other. And then like I was saying, the family was like super close. And I, one of the episodes that I said I watched, the neighbors recall often seeing them all spending time together outside their beautiful home, which I'll post a picture of their house. It really is really Mm -hmm. pretty. Yeah. And it's not like a, like this big mansion. Yeah. But it's, it's a very nice house. So on May 12th, 2007, a neighbor of the Haynes family is woken up around 2 a.m. to frantic pounding on the door. Ugh. It was Maggie. She was barefoot and panicked, pleading for someone to call 911 because someone was attacking her family. And this is only her second night home from college. Oh, my God. For the summer. Oh, my God. She just finished her sophomore year. So the neighbor calls 911, and apparently there was some type of miscommunication between dispatch and the police with the address, so they took a really, really long time to show up. It was like an abnormally long response time. When the police finally did arrive, Maggie explained that she woke up around 2 to make, to make voices. She woke up around 2 a.m. to male voices shouting. She assumed from Kevin's room, but she couldn't actually make out if she knew who it was. She just heard shouting. She ran into her parents' room, and Tom, her dad, was not moving on the bed, but her mom was sitting up at the edge of the bed, like, clutching her stomach. And when she noticed Maggie, she was like, get out of here. Get the F out. Go get help. So Maggie ran out. Yeah. And you ended up, but here we are. (laughs) Now we're at present time. Oh, my God. So the officers go to the Haynes house, and they start a basic search, just, like, clearing the rooms, you know? Yeah. Nothing really struck out as wrong on the first floor, but on the way upstairs, they noticed bloody footprints in the carpet. They had, like, white carpet. Oh, okay. So it was, like, very... Yeah, yeah. At the end of the hall, up the stairs, they find Kevin's body. And he is riddled with stab wounds, and his neck is cut ear to ear, um, and he's obviously dead. Yeah. So this is the 16-year-old. Oh, it's horrible. Um, oh, my gosh. So, past, they go past him to the master bedroom, and they find Tom in bed covered in blood, and Lisa on the floor on the side of the bed with a gash across the neck. Oh, Also my dead. God. Um, the oh. master bedroom shows no signs of a struggle, but, like, he, whoever whoever did this obviously surprised them all. They were asleep. Yeah, yeah. And what's striking is, remember, Maggie said her mom was sitting up and talking to her. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, is she dead? Because yeah, I and then the police found her with her throat cut. So... Oh, they were still in the room when she... Something <sighs> happened there. Oh, no. So, um, there was obviously no... He, whoever did it surprised them while they yeah. were sleeping. But then Kevin's room was actually described as one of the worst crime scenes <gasps> the lead investigator investigator oh, had no. ever seen. So he, um, he His room was there was just blood everywhere oh. everything was a mess knocked over like just stuff everywhere oh. um so it was like very clear that there yeah, was some kind of fight, trying to fight for oh my so then they followed the footprints to the bathroom and there they see that whoever did it 
obviously was very confident that everyone was dead because he took his time to clean up in the ba- in the bathroom, like rinse his hands or whatever. There was oh, he obviously was in the bathroom cleaning up. So he must have known, or she, whoever did this, yeah, must have known that I'm good. Yeah, no one's coming now. Yeah, and obviously, like I feel like this killer must have maybe not known that Maggie was home or that there was a fourth person in the family. Yeah. Because, I mean, if he was going to do the job, like... Right. I don't, I'm right. not saying... And the layout of the house, too, if, if they would have known that Maggie was there, then... And wanted to get rid of the whole family, they would have gone to those rooms before the master bedroom. Oh, so... Right? So, like, the way she would have... They would have passed... They would so, have passed Maggie's room. Right, exactly. So, um, oh after they check the bathroom out they go back downstairs and finish um and they notice that the kitchen they have like a door wall sliding door Mm -hmm. and it's still open a little bit so whoever did this left out the back door through that sliding door oh my god um so because so people lock your sliding doors i was just saying like lock your sliding doors definitely not locked right and they never locked it they never locked it but did they, I okay, I guess you should always lock your stuff, but like, did they live in a place where it was like, no, it was not, okay. No, it's not like we're, like, I would never not lock my door here. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, like, I mean, not that we live in a violent area, right. but like, it's, you know, we're 20 minutes from Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, but they lived in more of like a Birmingham. Okay. Like, not, maybe not that wealthy, but yeah. like. No one locked the doors. It wasn't yeah, just that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. it was like very normal to Yeah, like. Like, that's how Jeremy grew up. Yeah. I mean, they lock the doors now, but right. when we first started dating, that door was never locked. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Because it was discovered that the door was always unlocked, the thought the police thought it could be someone that knew the family really well, mm-hmm. or it was some random crazy person just going to houses and trying for an unlocked door, and he found this one, and it was unlocked. Oh, my gosh. But then, like, why would it be the back door, though? Like, if I were trying yeah. doors, you know? Unless... What year did this happen? 2007. Okay, so there wasn't, like, really home security cameras. That it was, yeah. like, I mean, sh- sure, but it's not, it wasn't as common. Yeah. 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 Like, they, that's Like, now saying, everyone like, has a ring camera. Right. No. So maybe that's, that's, I was trying to be like, wait, what year was this? Because, yeah. you know, maybe yeah, that's. Yeah, good point. Because I'm like, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. But, but yeah, they didn't, was. I mean, if they existed only. It really, was like, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, what? They what? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. We just get it. Okay. <laughs> so they start questioning Maggie at the neighbor's house. And they have concerns very quickly. Oh, gosh. She seemed unbothered and very calm. One of the interviews I um, listened to said that she was almost aloof. Just really? Very flat affect. Yeah. Hmm. She didn't cry a single time. Now, mind you, she was in the house when these murders occurred, right. and she saw her mom, like, injured and heard fighting. That doesn't cry a single tear. Oh, that's trauma. Her family was, like, slaughtered, but she got away with not even a fight, not a scratch. That's, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, that not any contact. That part is what's... No I injuries. Mean, on, honestly, on for her. some reason, I have not thought it would... Like, I, like, haven't put her as a, like, murderer yet. But I'm like, how do you just kill 
And I don't know. Yeah. So I, but I haven't like. I'm like I don't know. She wouldn't do it. I don't know yeah. why I have this like. Feel. I'm like yeah, it's not her. The most I've told you about her is she's 20 and she's home for the summer, and you're like she's innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely didn't. Do she it. didn't do it. Nice. But but the police know that robbery was not a motive because there was nothing missing from the house mm. and like valuable things were still there. So it wasn't like the cash was still there, yeah. all that stuff. So it wasn't like. A robbery gone wrong type yeah, thing. They just were there to kill. Right. Mm-mm. Maggie says that they all had a spaghetti. Spaghetti? spaghetti? <laughs> oh, no. They had a spaghetti span. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm going to supplement here with my Captain Cereal Milk vape pen. Spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> or I'm not because it's stuck. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, suck it real good. <laughs> I can't get it. <laughs> Can I, can I use yours? Yeah. Is <laughs> yours stuck? No. Okay. I feel like this Kane Brown guy's been staring me down the whole time. We're having a staring I'm wearing a Kane Brown shirt from his concert in November. <laughs> his face is really big on it. <laughs> He's watching you. He has to take his eyes <laughs> off me the whole night. Okay. So, anyway, Maggie says they all had a spaghetti dinner, and then they sat down and watched a movie together, and eventually everyone went to bed but her. And she stayed up until 1 o'clock on her computer. And then she woke up to the shouting an hour later at 2. What? What? I don't know. I don't I don't trust her now. You what changed two seconds ago? You trusted her. You she went life. to bed at 1 and then was woken up by two, at 2. How quickly does the bitch fall asleep? Okay, there's people like Jeremy who he'll be like I'm not tired and literally two minutes of silence and he'll be snoring okay like it's really annoying well, those people not are... everyone has anxiety that makes them awake like me and you okay okay I forgot there's normal people right well. sorry <laughs> but somehow the fact that she falls asleep fast is just a red flag for yeah. you murderers do that <laughs> no cares no anxieties I don't care okay so um she woke up to the shouting at two and then after she gives a verbal statement the next i don't know if it's the next morning i believe so because this is like 2 2 a.m so Mm -hmm. i think the next morning she's at the police statement statement station Station. and they ask her to type her statement out and give her like a laptop Hmm. which i thought was weird because i've never so she wrote it and then they They, well she she said it over oh yeah they were just verbal yeah okay and then so they're like well can you type this out but i've never like do that is that a normal thing I've heard of, like, writing your statement. Yeah. Or, like, audio recording. But I've never had them be like, here's... I've never had them. Like, they, yeah. like I've been a part of right. this all the time. The only thing I can think of is maybe they got, like... Because they probably have body cams. I don't know. In 2007. But, like, maybe they had this, like, verbal statement, like, from a body cam. And they wanted to compare it because she was so... Yeah, but it's just weird to me that they're like, here's a laptop. Yeah, Like, that, like usually, like, write... Like, I've had a write police like yeah like make a statement before yeah. yeah and yeah it's just a handwritten like page so i'm like here's a, i don't know why i'm so hung up on this i just <laughs> like, thought I, I just thought it was really weird <laughs> she is given this laptop and the first thing that she asks is how do i change the font that's the very first thing out of her mouth like instead of just like oh, okay what? let me just start typing yeah like, like my I'm family so shooken up my family like let me get all these words out she's worried about like the format that is so sketchy. And she types the story, and then she ends her statement with, and you know the rest. So she doesn't even, like, 
like, R.I.P. The whole thing. What? <laughs> this is a police statement. Why would she write R.I.P.? This is not a Facebook post. She only had two But instead of, of just like writing the whole thing, she wrote, and you know the rest at the end. Yeah. Because it's too much work to give all the information you have. Okay. So the police send out samples hoping to get like some bit of the killer's DNA mixed in with the victims. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the autopsy report comes back and it's awful. Oh, God. So Tom and Lisa both have two stab wounds each done with a serrated knife, which is crazy to me that like examiners can tell that. Like, oh, yeah. this knife was serrated. I'd be like, that's a, it's a stab wound. Yeah, a stab wound's a stab wound. How can you no. tell? I mean, I'm sure the way that... Okay, we don't need to <laughs> Like, now that I think about yeah, right. it. Tom had a, a stab wound pretty much directly to the heart. And then was stabbed another time. And then Lisa had two stab wounds. And then, remember, she also had her, her throat slit. Kevin had received the brunt of the attack. He got around 30 stab wounds. And his throat was also slit. So he was like, he clearly had the worst of it. Yeah, he must have been, like, waking up or was woken up by, like, the initial and, like, had the strength and, like, yeah, to fight yeah. back. And that's probably why he got it so horrible. And mom and dad probably just had no idea. Yeah, right. And he got him just right. Yeah. You know. So the police interview a bunch of students at Kevin's school. Because mm-hmm. they're like, maybe maybe he maybe did something to someone. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, and they interview Alec uh, Kreider, who is... Um, the, his best friend, and he was always at their house. Oh, okay. So they interview him, and he says the same thing as everyone else, that Kevin had, and, and the family, had absolutely no enemies. I mean, they were, like, the perfect family. Yeah. Um, they interviewed over 100 students, and not a single one had anything negative to say about Kevin. Wow. Just, he's a quiet, nice guy. Wow. Yeah, um, the family had no enemies, they had no debt, and it seemed like there was literally no motive. Mm-mm. Newspapers began speculating that maybe there was a serial killer, and this was just a random just like, like hey, it could attack. be this. Yeah. So then the the um, town. So remember, this was like a like I said, no one locked their doors. Yeah, everyone starts locking their doors. Yeah. Like people are like really watching out for because they like who's gonna be next. Yeah, and this is like I feel like they always say this, but like hey, who? It's, it's not gonna happen here. Like yeah, those kind of things don't happen here. Yeah, it happened there. so the community is taking it like really hard especially because of the family that it happened to because they were pretty well known and um kevin's best friend i can i I can just say alec i I feel like i've talked about him at this point so alec is like a huge mess he's on the phone with his girlfriend one day and she hears him racking a gun (gasps) stop And, and he goes uh, she asked, like, what are you going to do? And he said he's going to kill himself. So she signals to, I believe it was her aunt, like, something was going on. Yeah. And the aunt calls police. Oh, thank God. And the girlfriend keeps him on the phone. Yeah. She was just, like, trying to make small talk. like Yeah. So keeps him on the phone. The police get there. And he is not barricaded, but he's up in his bedroom with the door shut. And doesn't know the police are there. So his parents are like, well, he's up and they they don't want to just like go up and get him like yeah. he's got a gun in his hand and you know the, the yeah. police aren't going to just do that yeah so they treat it like a, a barricaded gunman type situation oh. and eventually he comes out without the gun 
and is taken into custody, not for jail, but to yeah. they did a mandatory psychiatric hold on him. Okay, yeah, good. Um, so they take him to a psych a psych facility, and while the crisis team was trying to negotiate with him to get him out of his room mm-hmm. and to, away from the gun, Alec told the crisis negotiator, "The world is a terrible place with really bad people." I just got full body chills. Oh. <laughs> it's like, because you know, you think of like a 16 year old boy, like they, they're, you know, they're not about their feelings or right. whatever, but like trauma like that, just that yeah. guy's changed forever, man. The case details are entered into the national database to see if other cases similar to this are open. So that mm-hmm. way, um, when crimes happen, they can cross check it. Oh, okay. And yeah. see, like, that's how they pick up on MOs and stuff. Yeah. So they enter it in there just in case nothing comes back. But then in North Carolina, two 20-somethings are stopped on like a traffic violation. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what it was, but whatever. And one of them tells the officer that they had just gotten away with murder in Pennsylvania. And they specifically said Lancaster. So they're clearly high. <laughs> They're clearly we high on weed. Like okay. That's why I thought this this was a good episode for yeah. this. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, they're very clearly high. One has a new wound on his hand. His hand's all, like, bandaged up. Okay. And the officer found a knife and weed under the front seats. Uh, it was a pretty big knife. <gasps> oh so the trooper calls... Um, the trooper puts... Informate like looks up to see like what's open cases. Yeah, sees the Haynes family case okay. and calls Mannheim PD, and they're like, okay, we'll come down there and question him. But in the meantime, can you take a photocopy of their shoes and send us? Oh god! And um, the shoes didn't match oh. the scene. They yeah. had very solid alibis. I think once they they made they said Dang a stupid it. thing. Um, and then they, the uh, driver who had the injured hand was able to prove that the injury f- was from work. And not only was he able to prove that, but he was also able to prove that he had it treated at the hospital. Uh, so. Not that I'm like, but like. Yeah, I told yeah, you I was I taking was like, you on a ride this, this week. These are the guys. Oh, man. <laughs> you thought I was Maggie. I know. Well, I've had three suspects so far. And I thought it was all of them. <laughs> I'm not a very good investigator. Yeah, <laughs> leave it. Leave it to Keith. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Unfortunately, they were really high mm, and said means. something as a joke. I believe they were speeding, so they were like, "Oh, why are you driving so fast? Yeah, uh, I just got away with murder." That type thing. <laughs> I would never. But it just happened to line up really well with <laughs> what actually happened, and oh they probably God. once they realized what was going on, and this was like a real murder <laughs> investigation. Can you imagine? Can you? Imagine like, saying so something sorry. really stupid high, and then you're like, "Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh shit! What's happening? Real. What's happening?" Like as you're coming down, and oh it's hitting God. you. Like, what's going no, on? No, no, no. Oh Where man. Am I? So, yeah, I wasn't them. <laughs> A few days later, Alec is still in the psych facility, and his therapist wants his parents to come in, like for an update or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Alec asks to speak with his parents privately. In a stunning turn of events, Alex says he is responsible for the t- triple homicide. Are you? No. <laughs> so, no. Like, Taylor, no. Taylor's reaction right now was like, she just jumped back and grabbed her seat so hard. And I I think she's broken, everyone. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. How do um, you do that? Oh, my God. 
Um, and so he tells calm. them all the details very calmly. This is to his parents. And then the next day, Alec's dad calls the police and tells them everything Alec said. Oh, my God. Um, also, including details that had not been released to the public. Oh, no. Told him, they told them that Alec had a rage problem and he had previously taken anger management classes. The police obtain a search warrant, and in Alec's room, they find a knife in his dresser with the tip missing. Because this was such a vicious, violent attack that the tip broke off of the knife. Oh my god. And they also found journals that included disturbing entries, like, never once did I believe killing a man is wrong. No, no, killing out of cold blood is wrong. Another entry started with my suicidal thoughts, my murderous thoughts. Oh, my God. Another entry said, ever since I was young, I was defiant of rules and their consequences, which, of of course, laid the foundation for my current image, depression, and violent nature. These feelings and sufferings have found their greatest amplifications in school, where the rules and restrictions are the most numerous and strict. However... I am not sure that it would be accurate to say that these feelings have been continually escalating. No, it's accurate to say that, but my ability to conceal these thoughts and feelings increased as my want and need to kill people increased. What the And then the final f- one, the final entry, Alexander was born on May 12th at 3.30, 2007. So he has just decided he's a whole new person. Remember, his name is Alec. It is not, Al- that's not yeah, short yeah, for yeah. Alexander. Alexander was born on May 12th at 3.30, 2007. So he, so he just came, created this. He came home from the murders and, and wrote that. What the fuck? Remember when you said, oh, poppy. I know, I want to take my chills back. I'm pissed. <laughs> take my chills back. Oh my God. <laughs> take my chills back. I love it. Seriously. I'm so mad. Uh, and he was still wearing the shoes that he wore that night. And they still had some of Kevin's blood in the threading. Oh my God. And he was wearing them at the hospital. At the hospital. Oh my God. So he gives a full detailed confession. Alec, dressed in all black and armed with a knife, walked one mile from his house through the woods behind the Haynes house around 2 a.m. He knew their back door would be unlocked because he spent yeah. a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. It's, this is Kevin's best friend. He knows the whole layout of the house. First, he went to Tom and Lisa's room and surprised them while they slept, stabbing Tom in the chest and then attacked Lisa. Then he went into Kevin's room and stabbed him in the back multiple times, waking him up. Mm-hmm. Kevin fought him, waking up Maggie. Maggie ran to their parents' room and Lisa tells her to get out and get help, narrowly missing Alec and Kevin who came from Kevin's room and now are struggling in the hallway. Mm. The hallway is, like, horrific. When they found Kevin, there's just, like, blood everywhere. Oh, God. So Alec finishes killing Kevin in the hallway by slitting his throat. Then he goes back into Tom and Lisa's room and sees that Lisa is still alive, and he slits her throat, too. Oh, my God. So that's how... So Maggie runs out the door. And he... They come out of the room... (laughs) Right after she leaves, and then he goes in and finishes Lisa. Oh, my God. I mean, Maggie was... The only reason 
Maggie escaped is because Alec didn't know that she was home from college. Oh, see? So he, was, I, he didn't bother going to Maggie's room no. because she doesn't live here. She's at college. Oh, my The God. only reason. See, that was one of my theories. So that... Maggie is just a very... Um, other investigators at the police department that knew her personally kind of came to her defense during all of this when mm-hmm. the other investigators were kind of suspecting her and said that this is just Maggie. She's just dry. She's, like she's... she's extremely intelligent and she's extremely scientific. Okay. So she just has a method. Like when it's time to write the statement, it wasn't this big to do. Like I just, I got to get this done. This yeah. is just a task that needs to be handled. Yeah. So she was very flat because she just, there was a task at hand and she needed to be calm and handle it. Yeah. And she's just, that's how she is. She's yeah. very stoic. Um, so yeah, she only escaped because he didn't know. Wow. So then, um, they're trying to figure out the, the motive and they can't. Alec won't tell them what it is. He still has never said what the motive is. Um, they, the, the police department truly thought that he's a serial killer who just happened to get caught caught on his first offense. Like if he had not been found out for this, he would continue to kill. Yeah, sounds like it. He He's reburned 16. himself. Reburn. Reburn. <laughs> That's where he needs to burn Reborn. out. Reborn. No. Reborn. I don't know. He <laughs> so yeah, burned himself. Yeah, he just, especially when you hear those journal entries, yeah. like his ability to hide how he feels became better as his need to kill be- got bigger. Like, oh that's some Dexter shit. Yeah. Um, so he pleads guilty on June 17th, 2008, and received a sentence of three consecutive life terms with no opportunity for parole. And in uh, January 20th, 2017, so just under 10 years after the murder, um, police found him hanging in a cell. Mm. Killed himself. Fuck. So he was like 25. You know what, though? You kill three people, I guess, taking your own life. Yeah, so I mean, what I was going to say at the beginning when I was like, wait. Yeah. Don't say that. Um, his dad, Tim, I believe, his name's Tim Kreider, wrote a book. Um, and I guess I should just know what that is since I'm bringing it up. Man, that's got to be crazy for his parents to live with that too, though. You know, well, yeah. like, geez. So his his dad, Tim, wrote a book called Refuse to Drown that I want to read. Um, mm. That is just about how they dealt with the son who i mean is a cold blooded killer yeah he and he doesn't think what he did he never thought that doing something like that in his journal he said he never believed that killing out of cold blood is wrong oh my gosh and this is his best friend yeah so it was just and it's almost like a crime of opportunity to me like yes it was planned out but he knew that like there was no risk there he knew he could get into the house he knew that they'd all be asleep right he thought maggie wasn't there so, he it was just the easiest yeah. way to start out for him. Did he get first degree? I don't remember. Did you say first degree? Yeah. 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 Okay. He, he, well, I don't think... I don't know how that works. He pled guilty. Okay. He, there was no trial. Oh, oh, okay. So, it was yeah, just... Yeah, he just... Yeah, they took him into custody, took oh, a wow. statement, and he pled guilty in so court. So, he just, like, really does not care. Like, he was like, yeah, no. I did it. Yeah, yeah. no problem. And I'll, I'll post a picture on our social, too, but there's a picture of him. He's, like, almost smirking. Um, oh. as he's being taken into the jail. He's got, like, a black t-shirt on, and he has this, like, smirk on his mm-hmm. face. I would fuck that. Like, if I was Maggie, I would fucking kill you, dude. Yeah, so, okay, I have an update for Maggie, too. 
Because can you, like, her brother, both of her parents, she's 20 years old. Yeah. When that happens. So, um, at Alex's sentencing, a 10-minute video was played in court of Maggie making a victim impact statement. In part, she says, my biggest concern should have been what grades I was getting on my college finals, not what caskets to bury my parents in. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night to a strange sound that someone has broken in and will murder me. Even though I know it's probably the wind, the feeling of sheer terror can take hours to go away. Alec Kreider is a despicable individual. I have suffered so much because of him. Oh my god. So she has an Instagram. I'm not going to put her handle on there because I don't know how like private and stuff she is. Yeah. Um, but she does have an Instagram where she has um, a lot of pictures of her dog, a black lab named Sadie. She graduated from Bucknell in 2009 with a Bachelor of Science in Animal Behavior with Honors. She got a PhD in Zoology from the University of Melbourne, 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 Aussie peeps, I don't know how to say, (laughs) in Australia, where she currently lives. In 2020, she got a graduate certificate in geospatial science. Oh my God, go girl. Yeah, and she is, yeah, she currently works at... Monash University in the School of Biological Sciences and is an accomplished researcher with like so many publications. Wow. Like she's Wait a, I mean uh, honestly, she's a very successful and yeah, published you can either scientist. like sink or swim, you know. Yeah. And she definitely And she 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 moved to Australia. She has a website mlhaines.weebly.com where she, it's like her professional website so oh, it has okay. all the publications she's been um featured in. It has all her specialties so she studies some type of lizard genus mm. out in australia she's like an expert on this wow. particular type of lizard or something oh. so yeah so she's like a, a really cool badass scientist yeah that's awesome out I mean, living her life in australia i feel like that's a good way to be like fuck you alex you know, or not alex i'm sorry alexander alex. or whatever your alex. name is alex yeah. you don't get to be alexander you don't get um, to be alexander <laughs> i think that's just a good way for her to be like you yeah. fucking took so much from me and i'm just gonna blow yeah. up and be the best that i can be yeah and i and i like that not that there's anything wrong with like having something like this happen and then I'm going to go into law enforcement yeah. or forensics or whatever. But she stayed on her path, yeah, graduated yeah. on time. Yeah. Like, she just pushed forward. Yeah. And that, I think, speaks a lot to how she was when she was making that statement. Just, I'm. let's move forward. Let's get this handled. Yeah. I'm sure that she was devastated. I'm sure yeah. that she, I'm yeah. sure that at some point she did cry. But yeah. I think at that time she was like, how I can help most in this situation is by just completing the task. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you said, that's her personality. So she had a goal she set that was there, and it seems like she was always just that type to achieve and be the best at what she's doing. So. Yeah. So yeah. how was that wild ride for you? It was the crazy. I had murders. so many murders. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was really only the one, but he was not the one, and I didn't even ever place I set them. that up nicely, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did. Like, you made it seem so I was good. like, I wrote it a certain way, and then I was like, mm, I could make this even more twisty. <laughs> I could really fuck with her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I would have never suspected that. So that is it. Okay. okay are, are you going to do the next one, or am I going to do the next one? Um, I'm going to do the next one, because school ends actually this weekend. Well, mm. on Saturday. So nice. I will have time to actually put legit research. And <laughs> listen, just be prepared for all my stutters because I can't talk. So. I'm also very good at editing, so you so, might not even know. Right. <laughs> all right, everyone. See, See you next time. Bye.
Make sure you take your chills, your shivers back if mm-hmm. you get really pissed. Bye. <laughs> yeah, take your take your shivers back. You've been listening to Mary Jane and Murder with Nicole and Tay. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at Mary Jane Murder Pod, on Facebook at Mary Jane Pod, on Twitter at Mary Jane Murder, or send us an email at Mary Jane Murder Pod at gmail.com. You can also send us a voicemail by going to anchor.fm slash Mary Jane Murder Pod and clicking on the message button.